Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the You Imagine podcast. Today on the show, Joseph Abraham, CEO and founder of Startup Atom, sits down with Mr. Sunil Kumar. Mr. Kumar shares his thoughts and insights about global capability centers and the role GCCs play in developing the potential of Tamil Nadu as a state. Mr. Kumar also reiterates the fact that Tamil Nadu is rife with talent and goes on to say and I quote, "We are sitting on a gold mine." Listen on as they have a conversation about this and share many more insights as Tamil Nadu sets the stage for the biggest tech and startup summit on the 23rd through the 25th of March 2023. You imagine Chennai 2023. Hi sir, thank you so much for taking the time and joining us. Uh it was really nice to come in. I'm happy that uh you know we met and uh, thanks to Kevin for connecting us both, uh, you know, and I'm happy to chat with you. First of all thank thank you for offering cookies and chai <laughs> and then we did some small chai pe charcha and i get to know that you you know have a connection to chennai like you you are not from chennai you were born in punjab grew up in punjab then you come to delhi for your studies and from there life brings you to chennai so how has chennai been for you and what's uh, one of the favorite things in in chennai for you Thank you so much also for coming and giving me this opportunity for conversation with you. As you rightly mentioned, I am not from Chennai, but for the last 22 years I have been in Chennai. So I have lived most of my life years in Chennai <laughs> than in other place. Nice. Uh, so I think uh, Chennai from my independent uh, viewpoint is that uh, Chennai is such a fantastic place for bringing up your children. very good for education very good destination for healthcare safe city for women relatively clean city so my overall experience in terms of quality of life in chennai has been fantastic and that's the reason that kept me going in chennai for the last 22 years and uh, it seems that uh, you know i'm going to be here for foreseeable future <laughs> <laughs> great so chennai has got a lot of global capability centers and a lot of our conversation is going to be around uh, global capability centers uh, you're passionate about it i i know that because we had this small chat <laughs> prior to this so um before you know we talk about chennai and and uh, tamil nadu and the gcc landscape um first for all our listeners can you help understand what is a global capability center and how did it evolve sure uh in simple terms global capability centers are in-house centers of global corporations that handle corporate functions outside of their headquarters right so to give you an example um when corporations decide to move corporate functions like uh, corporate reporting Mm-hmm. risk management payroll processing procurement processes hr processes it functions these are the corporate functions before the global capability centers came into existence these were there on site at headquarter because of certain objectives that global corporations have they have done the shifting of these functions into other place which is outside of headquarters so in simple terms it is the center which handles those functions outside of the headquarters uh, with the help from systems and of course skilled manpower correct sir so now how did this centers evolve over a period of time like you know there are different stages and phases and i think 
um for me when i spoke to you it was a learning curve for me even though i have been a banker so can you take us through that so gcc history is about 25 to 30 years maximum i would say you know like any other business uh, you know gcc is also set up with some vision in mind now vision way back in 1995s when gcc was set up the first and foremost objective in mind for the global corporations was to leverage cost arbitrage at uh, the offshored center and um, that was pretty successful because you know they moved the business functions from their headquarters or from their other geographies uh, to a place uh, where the center is and they leveraged that uh, the labor cost arbitrage and which helped them uh, to improve their bottom line reduce their cost and expenses and um, over a period of time they realized that it has been beyond cost arbitrage while cost arbitrage is the expectation uh, but there are other factors also uh, which play a very important role in terms of uh, delivering value to the overall corporation so if you look at uh, the evolution of the gccs there are four stages there in theory okay and uh, there are four stages of mature, uh, maturity the first is as i said it's a low cost setup where you kind of uh, move the business functions you prove the concept and you leverage that cost benefit for the organization that's the first stage once this concept is proven then organizations start scaling up because you've seen that uh, cost has been optimized or reduced you want to further uh, create an impact on your bottom line they start scaling up the operations within the corporation so they tell uh, you know the other units who have not done the functions uh, outside of their headquarters or the countries where it should go out from there then they kind of look at um, you know yes they can also taste the success of this operation so they scale it up so that there is a further uh, cost arbitrage realized the third stage is very important where they start innovating they start looking at uh, you know creativity they start uh, building certain products from the offshore centers where they kind of uh, create innovation centers they create centers of excellence uh, where they kind of uh, drive uh, cost optimization value addition in a big way that's the third stage the fourth and um, the you know i would say that uh, the go to stage for any gcc is where you create gccs as a strategic entity uh, which contributes to the corporate goals again it is a uh, center which is very much integrated in terms of looking at uh, the corporate vision you directly contribute to that vision by virtue of uh, uh, innovating certain products and services by by kind of uh, selling certain ser- products and services as a part of gccs within the organization and uh, where uh, you kind of start contributing to the top line as well in addition to the bottom line uh, in addition to the cost so i think um, then it serves both sides you know you are reducing the cost on ongoing basis then you are also contributing to the top line and there are few in the country who are in the stage 4 but the level of maturity would vary from stage to stage 
uh, from company to company. Uh, within the company also, there will be different uh, maturity levels for the different functions. Absolutely. So now, uh, I, I love what you just shared. Like this first stage is like you lower the labor cost arbitrage and then, and then you look at scaling it because now you have uh, the impetus for growth and then there's this whole innovation agenda and then, then you have this whole aspect of that whole center becoming a strategic entity itself which fulfills the goals. Now, what are those factors uh, you know that have contributed to the growth of GCCs uh, globally? Like, well, they go through this process. What are the factors that are helping them to naturally grow like this? Uh, I think um, there are many factors actually. I will talk about a few key factors uh, which which lead uh, to the success of uh, GC centers. One is that um, you know when you prove the concept uh, to your uh, business units within the organization, uh, that's the biggest uh, milestone that you achieve. Where people want to work uh, with the offshore center because they start seeing the value coming from the offshore center and GCCs, right? So from that point of view, I think that's the biggest milestone that any company would like to achieve. That you have gained that respect, you have gained that confidence of your stakeholders and clients within the organization. That's number one. But to do that, uh, you also need to look very carefully where you are setting up the center. And there are many success factors there uh, which will contribute to the success. Uh, for example, I talked about uh, the labor cost arbitrage. Of course, every organization would like to lower down their costs. So you have to go to a place which affords that kind of uh, cost, uh, you know, opportunities. The second is that um, you need to set up a center where there is a good talent pool available and where you can further nurture the talent to make it a deeper uh, talent pool. Then after you have determined that talent pool is there, cost arbitrage is there, then you have to look at the work ethics of the talent, which makes it, um, uh, you know, a very successful venture. Then, of course, you have to see that uh, the government policies are flexible, favorable, uh, which helps you to do the business outside of your headquarters. So all these are very important key factors within and outside uh, any global corporation for the success of GCCs. Awesome. Now, this is on an overall factor. We'll now go a little bit microscopic and focus on Tamil Nadu as by and large uh, in a whole place. So, when it comes to Tamil Nadu, Tamil Nadu uh, as a whole has grown. We right now are sitting in a place where this whole stretch, you know, has got enough and more companies that, you know, are part of this whole GCC story, right? So, in terms of um, Tamil Nadu, what has been the driving force behind this growth? And interestingly, I see Tamil Nadu is not just about one epicenter called Chennai, but the various places that are there and each of these places have grown. So how how do you see this uh, as uh, one of the factors that were the driving force for this growth? Now for a quick word from our sponsors. On March 23rd, 2023, from across the world, the best from the tech industry are gathering together in Chennai, India, for an amazing event, Umagine, where industry leaders will speak on the latest in climate tech, 
Web 3.0, AR and VR, AI and ML, data science, and all the latest tech trends making the rounds since our new normal. Now you can get a sneak peek into some of the speakers earlier by listening to their podcast on the Umagine podcast right here on your favorite player. For more information, visit www.umaginechennai.com. Now, back to the episode. I I strongly believe that whatever I spoke uh, to your earlier question is truly applicable for Tamil Nadu in terms of um, the talent pool, labor cost arbitrage, favorable government policies, good quality of life and um, Tamil Nadu as a state has also evolved over the years in terms of more receptive to different kinds of businesses which are here whether it is manufacturing financial services etc so i see these are the main factors which are contributing uh, to the growth of uh, gccs in tamil nadu and there is still way to go absolutely absolutely we'll come back to that in a bit and of course uh, you also are now part of tamil nadu ecosystem and, and we were talking about you you like idli dosa and so <laughs> absolutely you have become a true uh, you know in that sense somebody who's really deeply connected in this ecosystem right so um what are some of the success stories that you have seen in tamil nadu like if if you can share one or two success stories i you know there are many success stories uh, of gccs in tamil nadu but you know if you look at gccs today in tamil nadu uh, they account for 10% of the overall gccs landscape in india uh, you know and um, when we look at uh, the fortune 500 companies there are many companies who have set up their gccs in tamil nadu so i think um, these organizations have been there in the system for the last so many years which means that uh, you know they have tasted the success of setting up the gccs within tamil nadu and they have stayed for that long and they have grown their business tremendously uh, within the overall framework of their global corporations awesome and they also got this whole maturity curve of you know becoming now strategic you know in that whole sense to the corporate objectives as well i'm sure there are some you know who are doing that and uh, i you know when i speak to my colleagues uh, you know friends in those companies they seem to be doing pretty well with respect to achieving uh, overall goals uh, for gccs great so in terms of the future growth aspects uh, or the prospects for gccs in tamil nadu what steps do you think they are taking to move in this continued direction of success that's a great question that you have asked and um, if you ask me in tamil nadu we are sitting on a gold mine if you look at i talked about the talent pool right tamil nadu in terms of uh, talent pool i think must be scoring very high in comparison to uh, other places if you look at uh, tamil nadu it has 18 out of 100 top institutions in the state it has 21 of top 100 universities in the state it has uh, 33 of top 100 colleges in the state you can see that it, you know tamil nadu is the second uh, largest gdp producing state right so huge talent base good infrastructure very good connectivity with international destinations favorable government policies good quality of life that's why i said we are sitting on a gold mine 
Now we have to take a leap forward in terms of further growing GCCs. So we are saying that we are, uh, let's say, fourth or fifth in the country as compared to our peers, whether it's Bangalore, Hyderabad, NCR, you know, other places, Mumbai. So what is that we need to do as a GCC, as a state, as a uh, ecosystem that can further grow rather than losing talent to outside the country or outside of Tamil Nadu? I think there's a huge potential and um, I think state as a, as a uh, you know, state has taken some steps, industry has taken some steps and we need to continue to work towards it. And what these are, uh, for example, when we hire people from, uh, you know, the colleges, we hire people from the local uh, labor market, lateral moves, the first and foremost is that employability. Okay, if you can work, I know there have been many efforts going on between academia and industry in terms of uh, making employability better when freshers join the organizations or laterals join the organizations, mm -hmm. but more trust needed to be given to that. And um, in terms of uh, looking at uh, nurturing the talent, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it is both the role of uh, academia and the industry. I think we also need to kind of provide the opportunities for talent to work as interns within the organizations, invest in the talent, and so that, you know, when they get trained, they can be employable within the corporation and it can further uh, help improving the talent pool within the state. We also need to kind of look at, uh, you know, using that talent to position Tamanadu as a destination which can basically provide uh, the new products and services mm -hmm. rather than broad-based general services. Of course, broad-based general services will be there, mm -hmm. but also we need to have a niche in terms of why people should come to Tamanadu because of the deeper talent pool who can produce certain products and services uh, which can be further uh, positioned Tamanadu uh, to be the state of destination, favorite destination, I would say. So that's what I see. And, uh, you know, um, I think um, we can further, uh, you know, have good ease of doing business here uh, where licensing can be quicker, faster. I know that there are many efforts going towards that and it is in the right direction. So that's what I see. There's a lot of potential for Tamil Nadu to grow this business more deeper into the verticals and innovations and, um, you know, a state which provide strategic impetus to the corporations. Absolutely. I mean, I love um, all the areas you said, and I think it centers a lot around talent. Um, now, coming back to, you know, this whole aspect of, let's say there's a new global company, which is looking at expanding and establishing a GCC in Tamil Nadu. What would your advice be for them to, you know, what what action items and what aspects should they consider before making a move here? Uh, yeah, thanks for asking this question. Um, when global organizations start looking at Tamanadu, of course, they should satisfy themselves fully in terms of the place they are going to. And they can do their fact-finding study. I'm sure they hire consultants. Uh, they get referrals from the corporations who have already set up the business here. 
they should satisfy themselves. But where I sit, I can tell from my experience, I think um, the corporations uh, looking at Tamil Nadu is a very good thing, I would say. In terms of all these that I talked about, um, relatively lesser cost, good talent pool, favorable government policies, these are very important things for any business to set up uh, their venture outside of their headquarters. And Tamil Nadu scores quite uh, good on that. And I think uh, when they set up the business, of course, everybody expects lower costs, which is there, but they should look beyond the lower costs because lower, lower cost will be proven, as many other GCCs have done. But what is the future state of uh, operations for GCC? That's very important uh, for the organization to think about when they hire talent, when they set up. Because if we stick only to the cost, we will achieve cost objectives. Yes. But we may miss the big picture which GCCs can uh, you know, paint for the organizations. So I think, um, you know, I talked about four stages. Yes, we should go through those evolution, but always keep an eye on the fourth stage, which is GCCs acting as a strategic entity driving innovation. Great. So this brings us to the end of our conversation, but I have one important question to ask you. Do you imagine it's right around the corner, just about a few more uh, weeks, in fact, just about five weeks uh, or so. So what are you looking forward to from the event? both as a speaker and as a person. Thank you for asking this. Um, from you, imagine, first of all, it's um, a great opportunity for me to contribute to the state where I live in, right. you know, so that I can share my experience. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking at first. Mm -hmm. But as a, at the same time, uh, I may say that I have lived in the state for 22 years. I know my colleagues and peers in the industry, but I may know only a tip of it. I think uh, I'm looking forward to learn more about the state, learn more about the innovations that have taken place already in the state and the potential it affords uh, to the global corporations. So I'm there to learn and share. Wow. So that's like a full circle of life. You learn, you give back, and then again, life gives you back. And, and I think you're creating uh, you know, loads and loads of value for people, right? Thank you again for taking the time, uh, you know, Mr. Sunil. And um, it's been a pleasure talking to you and getting to know you as a person uh, more than anything else. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing you at uh, You Imagine. Thank you so much, Joseph, for coming. Thanks for this conversation. This is so timely. Thank you. <laughs> that brings us to the end of this episode of the You Imagine podcast. We want to take this time to thank our guest, Mr. Sunil Kumar, for taking time to come on the show. Joseph Abraham, CEO and founder of Startup Atom, for hosting the show and the Umagine team for their support. A special mention to Arun Joseph, Subash and Charles for the post-production work on this episode. Make sure you join us on the next episode of the Umagine podcast. 